Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to uh, the podcast here at the Revival Center Podcast. We're so excited to continue our Revival Talks series. And uh, we've lately been doing a few different things about the community and how, in particular, right now during the COVID-19 pandemic, how different things have been affected in our community and um, and just how everybody is dealing with that. And, and today is no different. Um, as we get started with today's podcast, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast or liked it and shared it, uh, you know, the best way that we can grow our community here and just, you know, grow together in, in understanding you know what's affecting our community is by sharing is by getting people to be a part of this podcast and so if you haven't done so please do that already but today uh, we have a real special guest here especially in the Vincent community and that is our head football coach coach Weatherford and so we are just so excited that you are here and uh, you know we'll just let you kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you know how long you've been here and uh we'll we'll go from there and just gonna be a whole lot of fun well thank you for having me uh like i said my name is lucas weatherford i'm the head football coach at vincent uh this is be finishing up my second year at vincent and i my 17th year uh, overall in uh, education yeah so it is very good to have you coach thank you so much for your time and you may be asking why am i hearing uh the vincent high school football coach on the revival podcast okay we are a local church that preaches jesus saves jesus loves and jesus is returning soon Um, we preach that he's the only way to the father but on this podcast you will hear sermons discipleship teachings and also topics that are related to our local community you have to remember that we are a church made up of families who live in vincent harpersville childersburg silicaga fayetteville chelsea wilsonville Pell City, etc. Therefore, we want to speak about things that deal with those communities. The coronavirus pandemic has changed everything. Now, there is no doubt there are more pressing issues than the return of, of sports, but the uncertainty is a hard thing to deal with for area coaches and administrators who want to stay positive for their athletes, but also realistic. And remember, For most high school athletes, this is their only time in their life to compete in this manner, ever. They'll never get this opportunity back. So to some people, this is important. And I know, Coach, you personally, I've worked with you now for two years behind the scenes, and you want to see the development of these uh, kind of young boys when you get them in seventh grade, and you want to see them develop in young men. And so your role is much greater than sports. Um, there's there's a, a bigger picture involved. So that's the reason we're talking about this on our podcast. Now, first, how's your family doing, just in general? Uh, 
Uh, they're doing well. You know, it's just we tried to embrace it. so some extra time with the kids, some extra time with me and my wife. And, you know, we have our days where we're like, okay, let's get away from each other for a little bit. Yeah, tell the <laughs> but, truth. But, you know, for, you know it's, it's been good. It's been, you know, we're going to look back on these times and realize what a blessing it was to have this extra time with our family and away from work. But, you know, it has its moments. <laughs> yeah. So um, how are you holding up personally then and in, in using your time? You know, I'm doing okay. You know, the struggle for me being a football coach and, and, and any of you guys that know me know I'm an obsessive planner and try to plan things out, and I can't do that right now. So I've tried to, you know, I spend days b- bouncing around what if ideas, what can we do. Uh, I spend time, you know, of course, getting my, my, my regular courses I've got to teach at the school, getting those set up online. Uh, but aside from that stuff, I spend a lot of time with my son and my daughter trying to play, you know, keep their home, their their ball skills, what we can in the backyard and the driveway. Uh, spend a lot of time cooking and eating. We were able to <laughs> plan out our meals a little bit more now. You know, I, I think I'm exercising more, but I think I'm gaining more weight because I'm eating more meals. So, I, you know, just, just trying to, you know, soak it up while I can while also plan ahead for what's going to happen. Well, what I'm about to say I know that you agree to this as well, that when you were playing high school sports, whenever I was playing high school sports, my head football coach um, was very um, important in my life because I just spent so much time around him. And a lot of how I think in terms of adversity and things like that, it came from him and his philosophy, so it's very important. So what has been the human impact on the players, on the team, from your point of view, from your relationship with their their families and the family structures how have you seen this virus impact that a little bit well obviously just like for all of us it's changed our normal you know the kids were used to coming to school having that structure having me you know on them all the time talking to them communicating with them uh, we've lost that the, the inner person and the team aspect of that you know whereas what before we could come together at least once or twice a day in a group setting and, and do our stuff together uh, now we've kind of lost that. Now it's just kind of been, you know, even though I'm in group messages with them and things like that, we it's more been one-on-one interaction, one-on-one counseling, you know, and it's turned into a lot of, of counseling. A lot of them have questions, just like we all do, and, and a lot of times they reach out to me. And so it's just been a lot of, uh, I think the communication has stepped up, and I think we're going to see positives from this rather than negatives. But from a, from a human interaction standpoint, it's been tough not being around the guys. And on the front end of all of this that happened, you know, there was a death um, mm-hmm. from a car accident from a, a team member right on the beginning of this virus um, pandemic. Talk us through how you led the team and led the guys through that very devastating moment. Well, that, that, was, that was really tough. You know, it's tough no matter when it happens. It's tough when, you're, when everything's normal. Uh, that was tougher because the only way I communicate with them was – through messaging, through phones, uh, you know, uh, we were kind of, it was kind of early on in the pandemic when that happened and, you know, we still weren't sure what all we could do. Uh, I remember we tried, I tried to set up a meeting with the stadium with the boys and, and that kind of got shut down because of the, the, uh, restrictions of everything. Uh, but just, I just talked to them a lot. They, we had, a, we have a group message going with our seniors and, and I think that was good therapy for them to kind of talk and joke with each other and me jump in with them. Uh, several of them texted me one-on-one with questions, with thoughts, you know, you, you tried to, to, to lead them the right way, tried to give them encouragement, trying to, to work them through it. Um, I think our, our group got stronger through it. And I, I, you hate for a situation like that to make that happen, but I feel like our guys got tighter. 
uh, you know, it's just like anything, it's adversity that we have to go overcome. And, you know, we, it, but it was, it was hard because, you know, we go to the funeral and when we did get to be around each other, we we're looking at a teammate laying in the casket and that, that was hard. That was a hard day. And, uh, but, you know, I feel, I think we did the best we could through it. I, you know, there's times I wish I could have been with the boys more, but being able to talk with them at least with the technology we have now, it was a blessing to be able to at least communicate with them and help them through that. Is that your main way of trying to boost the spirits of your athletes right now is through Zoom and just messages and things like that? Right. You know, we I message them a lot. You know, there's some I'm able to communicate with more than others. Um, there's, you know, I have Google Classroom set up for various parts of the team. You know, we have one for our offense. We have one for our defense. I've had one for JV. I also have a lot of the guys in my athletic PE classes. So I try to communicate with them through that. We've done a couple of Zoom meetings. And, you know, I, I use them as install, you know, for schematic stuff. But really, it's just for me to talk to them and communicate with them and give them a sense of normalcy, you know. So that's that's been the biggest way we've been able to, to – only, really, the only thing we've been able to do is communicate through technology. Yeah, and, you know, you think about, you know, talking about trying to keep a sense of normalcy and, and, and keeping everything as close to normal as possible in this time. I know for everybody, I, I'm newer to the area. I just moved here uh, – in December. So I didn't get to, you know, get to be a part of the, you know, Vincent football season, but I'm looking forward to obviously this one. And, you know, when you think about it in the fall, our sense of normal is Friday nights, high school football. So, um, you know, how obviously you, you say you're a, a big time planner and you can't really do that. So it's hard to say, you know, yes or no, what's going to happen, but you know, what are your thoughts? What are things that you're seeing as far as how the plan is moving forward in, in terms of what the football season is going towards. Well, it's just like everything else right now. There's a lot of uncertainties, and I don't know that there's a, a right answer for any any side of it. You know, there's so many things going on. There's so many ways of looking at things. Nobody really has the answers. Um, I feel like we will have a season of some kind this fall, whether that's a shortened season, whether that's one that's pushed back a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure I hear the same, you know, I'm not in with the, the big time meetings down in Montgomery, but I, I know what I read, know what I hear and kind of leaks out. Uh, the one thing that we have kind of talked about, or they've talked about is starting June the 8th, we can start bringing some kids in, uh, in groups of, of 10 at a time. And I don't know what that's going to look like. That's going to take a lot of, of planning. If, if that, if that's the case, um, I look at that as a positive sign, though, at least it steps toward getting that, that happening. And, and what a lot of people don't realize, I don't think, is how, like you talked about coming to a small community, how, how much a small community like us is impacted by a football season. Absolutely. If we didn't have a football season, I mean, that would change our whole culture here. Mm -hmm. That would impact our cheerleaders that couldn't be a part of it. That would impact our band. That would impact our boosters, anybody that, that is a part of our Friday night football program. So, um in my mind, it has to happen somehow, some shape, form, or fashion. You know, I don't know if that'll be a 10-game season like normal. I don't know if it'll start August 20th like we planned. I do feel like we will have something going on this fall, though, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and, you know, thinking, like, logistically in terms of as a as a head you know, head coach trying to, I mean, with, with any person, whether you're a coach or whether you're over a business or, you know, any aspect of leading a large group of people through an uncertain time, um, you know, how, how are you, what are your thoughts on how to, to kind of lead, you know, a large group when you, when you don't know if you're all going to be together, things like that, how, what's your kind of philosophy on that? Well, you know, the message I, I preach to our 
to our kids and, 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 and it's also a message from the Bible is adversity makes us better and God gives us adversity to make us stronger and learn from it. Uh, and I, I fully believe everything happens in God's timing. You know, we, we may want something to happen right now, but it's not up to us. So we've got to learn from this experience. We've got to, to grow. Um, I hope this time makes our people realize how, how special it is, how it can be gone in a second. Uh, so I, I'm hoping through this, in my leadership, the one thing they'll see, and it may not, you know, hope it translates to some wins, but I hope it translates to we're going to be better from this. We're going to appreciate things more. We're going to not not take anything for granted. And that's kind of what, what my message to our guys has been. Mm-hmm. And and in that kind of the, I guess, the, the last question in that regard of leading up to the season um, is how long, you know, I mean, if there was a shortened, you know, practice schedule, you know, realistically how long do you think it takes to like build team chemistry and and get as ready as you could be you know for a season i would like to have you know the summertime you know the months of june and july uh, especially if we're going to start on time in august i think june and july would would give us plenty of time because uh, we didn't get to have spring uh you know as much as you know the guys have kind of participated in the, the communications we've had there's still going to be a learning curve when we get there uh, there's going to be a, a physical curve, you know. We've, we've you know, for, for, to our guys' credit, I feel like most of them are doing something to stay active right now. You know, they might not be doing the exact workouts I'm putting out there, but they're doing something along those lines. So I feel good about what we're doing, but I still know when we get there, it's going to be a, it's going to be a growth period. Um, so I, I would, if, if I had my rather, if we could start June 8th and, and go just have a summer like normal, you know, that may not happen. Uh, if they push it back to July, which I've heard that could happen as well, we may we may need to push the season. But you know, generally you need about eight to ten weeks to get ready. You know, your your seven eight week summer, and then your you two to three weeks of preseason practice. I don't expect they're going to come in in shape. <laughs> <laughs> they never do. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you you kind of hit on it a while ago, but football, especially at a small school, and and really anywhere. I mean, you're talking about Alabama or even Auburn. Football is the main generator of finances, not just for football, for for so many other sports. And Vincent is obviously no exception to that rule. Um, High school football is education-based athletes or athletics. That is the number one priority. But um, in your position at the school and what you see, if there is not a football season for whatever reason – I mean, how is that going to impact every other sport? You mentioned a few band, but I would assume that it would um, impact girls' volleyball, boys' baseball, all of them, the girls' softball. I mean, what does the framework look across Alabama high school athletics if there's no football? Well, number one, for for, for our football program, you know, we're going to struggle if we don't have one financially. Uh, because we need we need the revenue. Well, we need to be able to fundraise and and get 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 us get in the shape we need to be in. Uh, but for the other sports, to, I've always been a firm believer how football season goes is kind of how the rest of the school year is going to go. You know that doesn't mean if you ha- you have to have a great season for the school year to go. But if you have a good football, good structure, good fall, that generally carries over the rest of the school. You've got less discipline problems. The kids are more active. There, there. You know, there's a little bit more pep for your basketball and your baseball and your softball seasons. Uh, you know, so I. You know, I, I can't see. I, to me, I can't picture what that would look like. I have no idea. I hope 
until we have it, we don't have to deal with that. But you're right, if, if we don't have a, a fall season, that's got to impact everybody else as well. Because I can't see a basketball season looking normal or a baseball season, you know, if, if, if everything continues like what like we're worried about. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. And looking, let's just say uh, we have a season, we're able to get back at it. Um, what does the team uh, look like in terms of senior leadership, juniors, sophomores? Is, is this going to be a younger team, an older team, kind of spread out kind of team? Well, to answer that question, I feel like I feel better about this group coming. Uh, you know, I, I've always read that it takes about 18 months to, to, to change a culture. And we were right at that mark when all this came about. And I felt like we were turning a corner. And, and that, that's why it's been kind of hard on me because I felt like we were really at that point, and now this it's kind of hit a bump in the road. But I do feel like our seniors are – we've got a good group of guys coming. I feel like they're coming together. I, I'm, I'm not sure they know how to lead yet. I think they want to lead. Uh, they've got to learn how to do that. That's something. That's not something you can just do. Uh, we had a lot of guys last year that wanted to lead, just weren't sure how to do it. You know, So we've got to do – I've got to do especially an extra special job now when we do get them back teaching them how to be leaders. Uh, but I feel good about our senior group. I think there's a good group of guys. Uh, I, I really feel good about the class that's below them because these, these guys have kind of come up through the program now. They kind of see how we want to do things. Really excited about the young guys coming up, which what you mentioned earlier. Um, so it, it's it, – it, to answer your question, it, it's going to be a good mix. Uh, we will probably have a lot of young guys, trying, you know, sophomores trying to fill in some spots. But, they're again, they're sophomores that have played last year. You know, we played – five or six freshmen, we threw them in the fire last year. So we've got guys experienced, they're just going to be young. But I feel good about what we're going to look like. Okay. And, again, kind of looking forward to this season. Again, you tell me, but it's probably extremely difficult right now to put together a football staff of coaches because everything is not, just not normal. Right. Typically, when do you have your staff established for the new season coming up? Um are you behind in that schedule? Where, where are you at? I think we're okay right now. You know, one of the things about being a small school like us is generally we don't have a lot of change, Turn. right? You know, so most of the coaches, uh, I've already, you know, we've been communicating. I've been talking with them. Um, you know, we're hoping to add uh, a couple. It just depends on what, you know, what units we get when all the, you know, turnover happens at the end, end of May. We don't know what's going to happen there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we, you, to me, you've got to kind of plan like you. What you got is what you got. So I'm making plans right now as if what we have is what we have, and we're going to go with. It. And I think that's kind of how we're going to look at things. If we can add some coaches in there to make our program better and help our kids, we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, but right now, uh, I feel good about what we've got and, and the way the direction we're headed with that. Yeah, and it doesn't help not having the full administration there at the high school because right, yeah. it's in transition as well. Exactly. All right, a um, couple more, then okay. we'll be done. After everything that this program has been through um, over the last two years, and especially with what happened at the beginning of the uh, virus outbreak, how good will it feel to be back on a Friday night playing football again? Uh, I, I can't imagine that first Friday night. You know, and I told – I feel like this is going to make more kids want to come out and participate in sports. I think because they're going to, the football to me is going to be the first sense of normalcy we get back. Uh, but that first Friday night, you know, granted that we can have people at games, granted there's not going to be social distance still, I can't imagine how packed it's going to be. You know, we're, we're scheduled to open up at Winterboro on a Thursday night, and I think their community is probably the same as ours. That's, I think that would be a huge crowd. 
we're supposed to host Billings the next Friday for our first home game. And, you know, I think if, if we can do that, our gates will be out of the water for that night. I think we'll make – we'll have a big crowd. I think uh, – it's because everybody wants to get back to something normal. Football is normal, especially in the South, and, and people want to see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I know for, for me, just thinking, you know, sports is the community leveler. You know, it doesn't matter – where you're at, you know, who, where, who you live by, you know, where you're from, you know, when you're, when you're rooting for the same team, you're there together. So that's so, you know, important for, for the community. And, you know, what would you say kind of as we're, we're wrapping up here is your, I know you've spoken a little bit on it, you know, bits and pieces, but what's been your main, what's your main message to the community, to your players, to anybody who could be listening to this, whether they're from here in Vincent or from wherever? Well, to everybody, we've got to be together. Uh, I know we're together now. I know we're separate when week. When this comes back, we've got to be together. Uh, working for the same goal, we're going to need a ton of help from everybody. You know, we talked about the, the finances. We're going to have to hit the ground running with our fundraisers that we miss in the spring. Uh, we're going to need help getting kids to practice and workouts. When the kids are at practice, we need them all in, uh, not wasting a second because, like we said, we, we've already seen that we can lose it in a, in a hiccup. Um, and I hope it. I hope and pray that it brings normalcy to our community and, and brings things back to where people have hope again. Uh, but at the same time, there's a lot to do. <laughs> so we're going to need everybody. We're going to need community members. We're going to need parents. We're going to need coaches and players all in with everything that's going on uh, and working toward one purpose, which is to put a good product on the field and develop our young men. And so that would be my message is, Let's find a way from all this adversity that's around us. Let's 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 find ways to become better through it, and come together through it. Yeah, that's that's amazing, and that applies to whether you're, you know, right. looking on a on a you know a coach in a football team, or if you're in a in a you know business right now that you're not able to have everybody there, or like for us at here at the church. I mean, mm -hmm. we we have those same things that we're going through, and mm -hmm. so. Um, what a what a great principle for all of us to lean on in that in this time you know some people like we kind of started off the podcast saying you know some people are thinking you know okay well, you know where's mm -hmm. sports and all this but I mean like for me I obviously you guys can't see me right now but I got on my Braves hat and <laughs> you know for me this would be baseball season yeah. and I, you know and, and we we forget how integral those things are of you just love to be with yeah. your friends and do that. Well, and, you know, we, you asked about my family earlier, and I, I think the hardest part for me besides not being able to, to have football is my two kids because my, my son was in, about to crank up his baseball season. Mm -hmm. I was coaching that. Uh, that's been canceled. My daughter, you know, she's a big softball, tra travel softball player, and she was also supposed to try out for the school volleyball team this spring. All that's been pushed aside. So from a parent parent standpoint, I, I know how these parents feel about their kids. Cause I feel the same about my two, and that, that's the part that's probably been the hardest for me is not get to see my two play ball, you know. So, but um, it's like you said, sports transcends all. It's just it's it's in the middle of everything. It kind of brings everybody together, whether you're on the same team or not. You know, <laughs> I know that first night we play Winterboro, it's going to be special because you know they're our rival, but I know their coach very well. He's a good man and. He's going through the same stuff we do, so I, I cannot wait for that night to, to get out there and 
it's going to be special. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, thank you so much, Coach thank Weatherford, for, for yeah, for being here and you know just being very candid and and honest. I mean. Um, I feel like a lot of us, you know, we would love to get on things like this and say we have the answer and right. that we know exactly that you can bet, yeah. you know, bet on this date and this many. And, exactly. you know, we would love to say that, but we appreciate you coming and, and yeah. being a part. And, uh, you know, this is just a, a great time for us as a community to from churches to school staff to coaches to everywhere to band together and just really just be honest and talk about how it's affecting our community. So uh, thank you so much to everybody who has listened. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, we will have a link down here, any um, it, like social media links for the for the football team and everything like that. So if any of you aren't from here and are just interested in seeing, you know, what Vincent football is all about, we'll uh, let you guys see. And uh, just thank you guys so much for being a part of this community here on our Revival Talk series. And uh, we're just going and navigating this time together. And so uh, if you haven't already, please like, please subscribe, please share this. Um, we would love to uh, just get this wonderful message of unity and, and just per- persevering through all this together. And, you know, we know that in the grand scheme of things, uh, everything is important to somebody and to high school athletes and to people in communities. Sports is very important. And so we want to, you know, just remember that and, you know, push forward and all the adversity that life throws at us. So thank you guys so much for, for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you guys next time.